Welcome back to the Tomahawk. I'm Mike. Matt's up top. Justin's on the bottom. And uh, we want to talk to you guys and thank you for all of the listens that we're getting. Getting. We have recently just released all of our podcast on the on on on, a, on listening platforms: Apple, Google Podcasts, Castbox. Uh, I don't think Pandora is running yet. Spotify. So all of the major all the major podcast apps um, have us on there. Give us a follow if you want to know uh, how to get to a link. It'll be in the description before if you just want audio only. But uh, we're going to get right into it. And oh, also, do us a favor. Give us a like and subscribe. And give us a review on iTunes. It really uh, it really helps us out. So, Hawks played Detroit. They got hammered 4-1. to one, And they won tonight 4 to nothing. And it seems to be a per usual with the Hawks. They'll go out. They'll stink up the place. And then they'll come back with a, with a pretty dominant performance. Uh, Lankinen did not play tonight. Um, it was Subban, and he was bl- backed up by Colin Delia. Uh, I think that we've seen enough of Subban. It's more of the same from him. He got a shutout tonight. If he plays the next game, he's probably going to get his ki- his teeth kicked in on TV. Uh, probably a six-goal allow affair. Uh, but I want to see more of Colin Delia. Uh, I, I don't I don't think that we need to see any more of Subban. I mean, yeah, sure, he could play, but I think we, we know what we have uh, with him. And, um, and generally speaking, I want to start off with the goaltending situation. We'll go with you, Matt. What do you think about Subban playing tonight and, um, and Delia backing him up? Uh, I was really surprised to hear he was coming in. Uh, he played good, though. I can't really knock him. He got a shutout, but it was against the Wings. So, I mean, if he did that against, like, Tampa, Carolina, I'd be like, whoa, this guy, you know. He's, he wants this job. Uh, as for Delia, I, 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 that was when's the last time he played? Game one? Yeah, game one. So he got one shot. <laughs> he let in five goals just like Subban. Rusty is all hell. Yeah. So, I mean, I, if you were to play him, I would rather play him against Columbus or Detroit. I wouldn't throw him right in against Nashville or e- even Dallas at this point. I it's going to be a not really a good time to experiment when you're trying to make the fourth playoff spot. What do you think? What do you think, Justin? Uh, I mean, I thought Subban looked decent tonight. I would, like you guys said, I was surprised. I saw, I think it was Tracy Myers posted this morning that, Oh, that this had been 10 days in the works that they were going to give Lincoln in the night off and not even dress him just so he could relax. And uh, okay, I guess. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I texted Matt right away and I'm like, what? if you're trying to make the playoffs, you're on the outside looking in at that fourth spot. Don't you got to like kind of push, right? Like, especially against Detroit. Now granted uh, it worked out. Subban played great. I think the PK looked amazing because they had some long, I think they had a couple double minors or at least one was, I think Keith got a high stick. Right. Right. Um, So, I mean, they, they looked great, but then on the same side, I'm like, okay, well it's Detroit. So how much does that weigh in? And then you compare it to the game before today, and they look like garbage. It's like you're losing to the Red Wings, who there's no. I I didn't even realize Wes Helm was still playing when I saw him today. I'm like Darren Helm. I saw that too. Darren Helm. I'm sorry, not Wes Helm. Darren Helm. Yeah. I'm like Darren Helm is still on the team. That poor guy has been stuck in Detroit for like what a decade. Yeah. So 
2009, right? Didn't he have I, that amazing shift against yeah. the Hawks? That uh, he did, yeah. I do penalty kill, that. yeah. I just, <laughs> That's the, I, the only memory I have of him. It's like, what are we doing? You know, I, I don't understand. You want to make the playoffs, but you play your backup in a game you got to win. Which again, it I worked out great because he got a shutout and he looked good. And now he's 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 got a little more confidence. Maybe maybe that's what he was missing, but I. I don't. I don't even know where to go with this team. Like I. I don't know what management's doing. I don't know what the coach is doing. I don't know what the players are doing at times. Um, it's just it's, it's. It's. I don't. I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say. I was shocked that they won today. I'm happy, but I. I'm like, oh, it's going to be another blowout tonight. But here we are. You know, and we're still hanging in there, just barely. But uh, now they just got to keep Dallas. Uh, you know, at an arm's length before they get passed up by they're, them. Too, they're so. winning, and yeah, Nashville yeah. did lose, which helped. But if we got four points i mean we'd be right there mm-hmm. but we're not taking those advantage mighty, of these teams yeah those mighty red wings you know you got to be careful around them <laughs> <laughs> you know i uh i i want to i'm not surprised man <clears throat> i was matt before you got on i was t- uh, talking to justin about this this is right in line w- with what the hawks have been doing all year you know they they come out they get blown out by some crappy team and then they come out and they play against Tampa and they they pull they'll pull a win out, you know. Um, I think that there's a lot of inconsistency uh, going on as a whole with the team, and I think that it starts with Stan Bowman. Uh, the the message is is that he's sending to the players isn't of a team that's looking for to make a playoff run. It's more of to stack the team for what's coming down the line. Now that being said, as a player on the Hawks, other than say. Patrick Kane, Alex DeBrincat, uh Kobe, uh, I'm sorry, Kirby Dak. Why a uh, Colby? <laughs> why why would you want to even play your heart out? Do you know what I mean? It's like the idea be- behind the team and the and, and the coaching staff is is we're playing hard so that we can get a playoff spot so that we can win. When you've got the GM that isn't setting the team up for success. Um I, I think that Bowman is on one side what he thinks that he wants to do in the long term. And Colin is, you know, he's trying to pull a rabbit out of his hat. Uh, and I know that you believe he deserves the Jack Adams award, Matt, but, uh, Oh, for sure. After tonight, you know what started soup. Let's he, just give it to him right now. He, if, 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 if he would have called, if you would have called the timeout, this game could have been nine, nothing. Oh. I'll tell you that right now. Nine. I would have said I'd, 11 or 15. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I would put a banner next to Phil Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a 72 win, 72 yeah. 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 Two, timeout, two amazing timeout calls. <laughs> within within, within a week. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, unfortunately, though, Eddie O wasn't uh, broadcasting tonight, so he couldn't say how amazing of a timeout it would have been. I think that's maybe why he didn't call the timeout tonight. Right, you know? right. And, and yell, too many men, too many men, too many men, every time the puck hits the bench. Yeah, no like kidding. Every time. Yeah, I know. That. I know he does. He always says it, you know, and it's, it's getting pretty annoying. But I, I wanted to talk about, uh, you mentioned it, Matt. I want to talk about, I, I believe his name is Colby Kalanuk. Is, is, is that his name? He's he's uh, on defense, uh, number forty-eight. Uh, I, most notably, I noticed him because when Vinny Hinnestrosa came back, he was wearing twenty-eight and not his original number forty-eight. And um, but, anyways, this guy, yep. every game that he's played, I think that he has been a Wyatt. Thank you. His name is Wyatt uh, Kalanuk, and Wyatt Earp. yeah, 
and uh, uh, <laughs> you know what? I've been watching the Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Wyatt, uh, what's his name? Kurt Russell's son is in it, and whenever I think, yeah, Wyatt Russell. Yeah, Wyatt Russell. So whenever I think of this guy, uh, Kalanuk, I think of Wyatt Earp for some reason. Anyways, I, I got that. Yeah. I got that in my head. Anyways, I'm sorry. As he has played, I haven't noticed him being standing out, but I haven't noticed him making very bad decisions uh, where I'm like, I want to I want to have an opinion about this guy, but I haven't seen him do anything really, really bad. And I haven't seen him do anything really, really good. You know, other than I think that he has a really, really good uh, skating abilities. Uh, I think his skating is really well. He seems to be very balanced when he skates. And um, he moves the puck pretty well, and he's pretty confident. And tonight, I think that he had a he had a really really good game. Uh, there was a the goal with Kaner to Kalinuk to to Henestrosa back to Kane. You know, it, it it goes to show he jumped into the play right at the right time. And today he was playing very well defensively. I was wondering if if you guys have have noticed this guy or not. Yeah, I mean, I was looking uh, on the the Game Center page, and I noticed the last two games, Colleton had him out there giving him power play time. So, I mean, they must see something, either if that's coming from Colleton or maybe that's coming from Bowman down saying, hey, we want to get a good look at this guy, put him on the power play. So that's been kind of interesting. I mean, he's getting between, I mean, the last two games, he got 15 minutes of ice time the other night, or tonight, he got almost 20 minutes of ice time on the other day when they lost. Um, That's serious. So, I mean, I guess, I mean, they're giving him a good look. Um, Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. They're giving him a look and they're seeing if this guy's got it. I think they've given every guy a chance, you know? Yeah. Uh, Mitchell, and I think this is his turn now. Yeah. Yeah, especially with sitting Boquist and and, and playing playing this kid because, uh, notably, uh, Boquist didn't play tonight and they've been really pushing him. And I think that it's it's pretty, um, to be honest with you, it's a little alarming that he's out of the lineup com- considering how high they've been on him and how hard that they've they've been pushing him. That that he mm-hmm. he wasn't even down on 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 a third line pairing. Uh, Mitchell was on that line. Uh, he played pretty well tonight too, but uh, and Zadorov actually played pr- uh, pretty well. I know I'm pretty hard on him, but uh, he he played pretty well tonight. It just seems like sometimes he's got like like blocks on his legs when he's trying to skate. Do you know what I mean? The rest of the team is pretty fast and agile, and he just seems like he has blocks of ice on his legs sometimes. He's big. He's a big guy. The problem with him is he he gets the puck, and he, like I said in previous videos, he holds that puck too long. Like when you're in the NHL, a young guy, you get that puck, you got like one second to make a decision. Otherwise, you got a four checker on you, and, they're going to turn the puck over. You're going to get hit. Right. He's just got to make faster decisions. Right. That's what he's got to. That's what he really has to do. Sure. Sure. So did did you guys, did anybody else see anything defensively wise that stood out to you? Uh, Stillman looks good. I mean, granted, yeah. it's only been a couple games, but like he's, he had a couple hits. He had three hits tonight. He had uh, two hits uh, the other night. I mean, like he, if, in terms of like a good physical presence, stay at home defenseman, I, I mean, I don't know. It's only two games. It could it could all go off the rails really quick. But uh, he looks pretty good. I mean, if you have him back there, and I know Mike, I saw on Twitter, I think it was Bleacher Nation Blackhawks said that Bowman said that Zadarov probably will be back for 
they extend a period of time through with the with the whole RFA process. So you'll get to see him and uh, hopefully, you know, the red uh, colors for quite a while going forward. But yeah, I like Stillman looks great. Like I, I like him. I think that's been an awesome pickup so far. I think Matt, you've been saying it too. I think the Hawks have totally won those trades so far with Florida. Hinnestrosa yeah, looks great. Yeah. Vinny, yeah, that that pass where he kind of did a double take back to see where Kane was that they had, and it almost was like an open net by the time he got it to Kane. Like, that was awesome. So Yeah, great takeaway, you know, too. Yeah. 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 So, no, it's, I mean, the, that Stillman looks good. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens, but that's where I'm at. What about you, Matt? Yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan of those two trades uh, with Florida. Vinny, what has he got, like six assists, I think he Something has? Like and yeah. Yeah, and I know he, him and Kubalik have some chemistry, but I honestly think they should give him a look with Kane. I mean, he's got speed. He can get Kane the puck, and, I mean, it, it wouldn't hurt. I think they should give it a shot. Offensive-wise, that's where I, I wanted to move to, uh, and Hunestrosa was the first thing that I wanted to I wanted to get on. Um, he's been making a huge difference since Game 1 being back with the Hawks. Obviously, he wants to play here. He's from, uh, he's from the Chicagoland area, and... Um, but he's been making a huge, huge impact uh, with his. He's been having numerous passes that have been right on the money tape. I mean, the, the pass three tonight. The, the right? pass that he had to Kane tonight was between the legs of of Mark Stahl, which was pretty impressive. And, and Kaner had an open net, but he's been um, not- noticeably on the on his in his own end. He's been great at uh, poke checking. Uh, playing defensively and, and creative opportunities, and um, the announcer tonight, and it's it's. I'm so glad to hear this that he mentioned Patrick Kane. He uh, Kaner had a really good uh, stick lift and and a takeaway that uh, that stopped a play dead in its tracks. It was huge, and he he goes, "This is the evolution of having a complete 200 foot game." And you know what? It's about time that somebody recognizes Patrick Kane for it because I hear in the Sun-Times, I hear in the Tribune, and I even hear our own announcers talk about Patrick Kane's offensive abilities and nobody talks about his defensive abilities and how he has, I would say, a complete 200-foot game. Now He's had it for, actually, I would probably say two to three years now. Patrick Kane has had a complete um, two-way game. I'm not saying he's. Year, I'm not saying he's a. Really good. I'm not saying he's a Selkie candidate. I'm saying that I've noticed him play defense, up to about two to three years ago, playing more defense and soundly this year, uh, great defense. Um, the center situation is probably the most muddled situation I would say on the Blackhawks. Uh, we have Kirby Doc at center, and uh, and David Kemp. Got his first goal of the season this year of of this year, an empty netter, and I don't even know no. who else is playing. Was, was it Suter? Okay, yeah, I could have sworn it they fully messed it up. Okay, fully, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so no, David Camp still does not have a goal this year, but he's more of a shutdown guy, and um, and and that's fine. He played pretty well on the on the PK tonight, and so did Ryan Carpenter. It was a five on three. And he was on the ice with, uh, I believe it was Keith and and Connor Murphy, and uh, they stopped him dead in their tracks and it, and uh, put out a lot of effort, a lot of effort tonight. But back to the centers, 
Where do the Hawks move at center? Do you guys think that Ryan Strom is playing good enough on the wing to stay in the to stay in the lineup, or should he be moved back to center? What do you guys think? Let's start with Justin. Yeah, I, I, for some reason, I feel like they're gonna they're not gonna give up on Strom anytime soon. I feel right. like he's he's so young. He has you know these flashes of brilliance, and it's like wow, he he could be something. And then other times, it's like you know, okay, maybe he's more move him down the depth chart a little bit. But I don't know. It's I, it's it's so apparent, especially not having Taves out there. Um, you know that I feel like center has been their gaping hole for a while, and now that's definitely an area of weakness. Um, and I mean, like you said, give it give credit to Kane. I think, like you said, last couple seasons, he's really stepped up his game in terms of a defensive player, too. And it's even been more amplified without having Taves out there. Like you see it right away. Like he's come, he's back checking like crazy. Right. So, yeah, it's it's been awesome yeah. to see that development. I mean, because if you would have told me even what, seven, eight years ago, he'd be a somewhat competitive back checker. I'd have been like, you're crazy. He's not. He's <laughs> no. going to he's going to float at the opposing blue line back and forth until someone gets open and then just go. So that's great, but I mean, that doesn't really help the center position. So I don't know, you know, you look at their prospects. I don't know if any of them are ready to step in right now. I don't see, I mean, do they go out and try and find somebody in the free agent market this off season? I, I feel like they're going to have to, but I mean, you look at some of the free agent centers we've signed in the past, historically, it's not, it's not great. You know, I mean, yeah. I'm reminded of like Denny Arkipov was a big center acquisition one year and Yannick Perot. And so I'm not really I like that one. Up. Yeah, he was a great defensive centerman, especially good at faceoffs. It would be like win the faceoff and get the hell off the ice. That was kind of his his thing. <laughs> maybe that's what we need. <laughs> maybe, maybe. And I mean, you know, Camp. I feel like, like you said, he's he's a good defensive shutdown. You know, forward. He is like Marcus Kruger 2.0 to me, where yeah. he's not going to score at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I got so excited when I heard Foley say Camp scored. I'm like, oh nope, sorry, you're you're still at zero. Never mind. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, Matt. I don't know. Do you have any suggestions for their center position? I don't know what to do. So. Uh. Well, I want to start with uh, Strom. Yeah. I don't think we're gonna have to worry about that because I think that Seattle will probably pick him because okay. he's probably the best guy we're gonna have to offer. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, it might be a good thing for us. We can clear some money up and spend it on somebody else. And as for the the Kane talk, I agree 100%. I've been saying it since we started this podcast. I think he's back-checking like Marion Hosa used Mm -hmm. to, like full speed and not quitting on the guy, and it's paying off for him. Yeah. Yeah. And as for the centers, uh, I still want to see more out of Kirby Doc. I mean, yeah. I know he's coming back from an injury, but I, from a, I from a wrist injury, from a wrist injury, notably, and I'm sure that yeah. affects him at the playoff dot uh, at the faceoff dot. I, I feel like he looks the same as he did last year. I know against when you're playing World Juniors, obviously he has NHL experience and he looked good against kids his age. But I still I'm waiting for him to kind of take off and take over a game. Yeah, he hasn't had that breakout. Breakout no. game, let alone breakout season yet, or breakout, you know, couple. Yeah, weeks it's his second stretch. year, right? I mean, yeah, it's his Maybe second year. year when it's not, he had a he had a know, crazy. he had a pretty big surgery, and you know, I mean, it, he pretty much w- had his had his uh, summer workout session, went into the World Juniors, got injured, w- which means that I mean, he was in pretty, he would have been in really good game shape to start the season, and we really oh, could yeah, have gotten, we really would have yeah. gotten a good look at him coming in. And I think that 
you know, just the off time has really has really stuttered him in a way. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I feel like too. I don't know if this is the, the 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 team. I don't know if it's management. I don't know if it's NBC Sports Chicago. But I feel like anytime you get some young draft pick that comes up and they have any like shred of potential to have being like a breakout star, like you'd swear I, it was the, it was like the second coming. And I, that's got to weigh those guys down. Yeah. I mean, look at when. Tavo came over and they're like, oh, he's I think they kept calling him the Finnish Kane. And it's like, no, he can't live up to yeah. that in his first season. Give me a break. And they're, I, I kind of feel they're doing it to Doc now, too. And like you said, he's he's got an uphill battle between being hurt and having surgery. And, you know, it's the second it's only the second season. They don't have the greatest team in front of them. He's 20. So he's 20. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, the, you know, I just I feel like they Good do this point. all the time. And it's it's either. You get this, you're either like the second coming of Christ when you're a prospect in Chicago, or if you're Stan Bowman, you trade your top <laughs> prospects like Yoki Haru and, and all that. But yeah. that's neither here he's nor kept there. One. He's actually, he's kept two. It's two Oquist, of his picks, right? Oquist and Doc. Yeah. And like, like you just said, do you remember when we first, like around high school? Yeah. Troy Brower. This yes. guy was the next one. On yep. wow, Troy Brower's this guy's going to be great, and he's a third line guy his whole career. Everywhere yeah. he went, he was effective, but yeah, he, he wasn't was. like yeah, he was how they made him. He was an effective yeah. player, though. Yeah, and no, he like, he was a good role player. You need a guy like that, and I think he had some good years in what St. Louis, St. Louis, and then he and even Washington. In yeah, Calgary. Yeah. I thought he played, yeah. he played in Calgary too as well, didn't he? I think he jumped all over, yeah. honestly, after his St. Yeah. Louis run. Yeah. yeah, but he would, like just said, they they hyped him up. I know they hyped David Bolin up, yes. which uh, he played for the Knights, and he had big numbers, and his numbers retired there, I think. He he's he was good. Dave Bolin? They called him up, and he, he wasn't that, uh, yeah, Dave Bolin. He wasn't... Um, he wasn't that, like, offensive guy like Kane, you know. He was a, a shutdown guy, and he made his made his money doing that, wow. and he was awesome at it. So, yeah, I mean, and I feel like you can already start to see it happen to Doc. Like, I feel like next season, if he comes out and he play, he might play decent, he might be more defensive. You know, who knows what, where his career is going to go, but, like, are people going to start throwing around, oh, well, you know, we can, we can, we can toss him, we can junk him. He's not... I, He's not I, lighting up the score sheet, you know. It's yeah. like you, you got. It takes time, yeah. and I mean, and, and then you get into that with the defensemen, and if if Bowman would keep some of these defensemen around long enough to see if they grow into something, but I feel like for the most part, it's like one season or one, you know, one um, one look at in Rockford, you know, for a season, and that's it, and then they're traded for. Yeah, I, I still don't understand. Granted, I don't know how Yoki Haru is doing in Buffalo. I haven't heard his name in a year now, yeah. so I don't know. But like, Nylander, Grant, I know Nylander's hurt. And he's not coming back anytime soon. But, like, I saw that trade, and I'm like, why? Like, what has Nylander done prior to his time in Chicago that yeah, makes him think he's not his brother should... either? No, he's <laughs> not. Know? He's not his dad. That's for not sure, you know? Not even close. Yeah. So it's just like, and, and I know defensemen take longer to mature and grow into their position. Same thing with goalies. But it's like some of these forwards, you, you, you hail them, and it's like when they don't hit, you know, they might still, like you said with Brower, he had a good career. He was a serviceable player, but same thing he with Bowen. Yeah. When you're hyped that much, you're not gonna you're not gonna live up to that expectation unless you're Kane. And I mean, that's a once in a, yeah. a generational talent. Yep. When does that so, ever happen? I don't know. It happened yeah, pretty much exactly. pretty much twice for us within a Crosby, year. Crosby, Ovechkin, Kane. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, you could say Taves. He was, you know, he. 
but not 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 as much as Kane with. I mean, the, even Stamkos. Stamkos had a rough first season. That could have also been because of Barry Melrose too. But uh, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Oh, yeah, remember right. Remember when he called him out? He he's not ready. He's well, he was fired, right? Yeah. Stamkos isn't ready. He, yeah. he gets a hat trick against the Hawks. Right. <laughs> I remember that game. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> He was on fire that game, man. His like he he was skating, man. Like the, he had like fire coming off of him. He was so fast. He's got four hundred goals. I, wow. I'm pretty sure he's four hundred goals right now. And he he's guy, injured. He's injured again too. I heard. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine if that he's, guy could stay healthy? Yeah. He's like he's actually shocked. he's just like a like another Pavel Bure. Yeah. He's, he's smooth. His shot is yeah. His one time. Just as good as Ovechkin. Yeah. You know, it's so smooth. Completely agree. Yeah. So moving on, going on, do you have you guys seen that the now that the trade deadline's over, the um, guys are gonna start getting settled into their new positions. Is there anything that's standing out right now that when the season is over you wanna see the Hawks do? Like maybe a move you wanna make? You want them to make? Uh, I, I'm, I mean, I'm sure, I don't know if, how Matt feels, but I want, if, if you're going to roll with Lankinen, that's fine, but I want a veteran backup. No more of this, you know, if, if that means, I guess, I don't know, is Subban technically a veteran at that point? Is this third no. season? No, I wouldn't say so. And then I feel like you're shortchanging Delia too, because he's never even got a really a shot, but I want somebody that when they come in, there's a three-fourths of a chance that, hey, they could steal the game, right? Like, I mean, you look at, like, Toronto. They had Anderson and Campbell. And Campbell, you at least felt comfortable. Granted, he's having an amazing season, so maybe this is a bad example. But you at least feel comfortable when your backup comes in. When Subban comes in, I have no idea what's going to happen. Like, if he's on, he looks great. And maybe his confidence is all he needed, and he's got that tonight. But then you see, like, they ran a stat today on on the telecast. It was like he's given up, yeah, I think three five-goal games or four five-goal games. And it's like, if that's your backup – that's got to be infuriating to the team in front of you, right? Because it's like if we don't play perfect and if we don't get out to like a three or four goal lead by the third period, this game is going to be lost immediately. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think a veteran backup would be great. Centers, they got to they gotta add more. You can't have just Doc, especially if Taves is an unknown quantity at this at this point. Um, I mean, if he's not doing so hot, I totally understand. He's got nothing to prove. He's had an amazing career. So I, I, give, I give it all up to him there. I mean, in terms of wingers – I guess your wingers are okay. I'd like another defenseman that has more more uh, leadership. I heard supposedly that they said that one of the – I know we talked about Strom being one of the guys that could be left off for Seattle, but then I also heard DeHaan might be somebody that they let go yeah. to get picked up too. So, I mean, not not that he's a rock star, but he's at least been a somewhat main not, – not even a mainstay, but he's been somewhat of a relaxing, you know, voice back. Better, kind of, better yeah. than Strom. I'd yeah. rather have DeHaan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, me too. So I, I third that it's yeah, they, they have so many positions where they can improve upon whether or not they're going to. I don't know. I mean, if there's if the depending on the salary of who's coming back from injury or not, that could be a, a big play too to see what's going to happen with that, too. So, yeah. What do you think, Matt? Well, as for the backup position, I don't think there's many Ray Emery's out there anymore. That guy was freaking lights out with the Hawks. That that is what a backup does he goes in and he sits a lot but when he's in he's gonna win and man that guy was on and man he should have 
That's like MVP like too. I think he was what twenty? What was he nineteen and zero or something? Something like yeah. that. And that's got to be so hard for you play maybe what once a week, once every week and a half, and then he you just was great. He yeah. was. But I don't know if there's any like backups no. out. There. Not like, like that. that. No. Yeah, we need another Jeff uh, Hackett. Oh jeez, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think um, for me it's defense mm-hmm. first. I think. A stay-at-home guy that isn't thinking about offense because I know the new NHL. All the new thing is to, uh, two-way defensemen. They want guys jumping in the play, and some guys aren't made for that. You know, like Zadorov. I he's not gonna be a goal-scoring guy right. like Keith was. And Brian. Right. He's got a good and, shot, though. I mean, he's got a heavy shot. Yeah, he does. But I think we need like like I've been harping on this all mark stall like yeah. guys like that savard just guys that will you know block shots and just steady in their own zone i i, I we got too many guys that just want to get the puck and go boldquist we got mitchell keith keith is driving me nuts lately the way he he's he's getting old he, he shouldn't be making these same mistakes and unfortunately he doesn't have seabrook to back him up anymore. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he was the smart and slow and Keith was the stupid and fast. And now we just have stupid and fast. We don't have <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> and we got to find guys that are going to do that. Yeah. It's yeah. I agree, man. I don't know. Yeah. They're at a crossroads. I think that the, I think the, the center position and defense is probably something that really needs to get addressed uh, this off season especially with the uncertainty of what's going to happen with Taves. We, we need a reliable center at the bare minimum, a good second line center and, and a solid defenseman with good skating ability who isn't going to be, who doesn't want to score 30 goals a year, you know, mm-hmm. and a GM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen. That knows how to draft and keep his draft. Yeah. Picks. Yeah, I mean, I like Kirby Doc. I think he's got tons of potential, but Bo Byram was available, and Colorado yeah. is going to have that guy for a long time. Even and Kale McCarr, can you imagine having them together? Yeah, you know, I mean, who built you never know what's going to happen, man. You know, when when it comes to the draft, I mean, Ryan Strom was drafted third, and Jonathan Taves was drafted third. You know, you can't mm-hmm. really you you just you just don't know what you're going to get. You know, look at in the example of even Quinn Hughes. You know, Quinn Hughes is playing phenomenal. What was he drafted at? What was, wasn't he drafted in the mid, mid first round? That might be right. Let's see here. Well, they, you don't really see a, a defenseman getting drafted first anymore. Right. No. You don't see a lot of them, and uh, I think, I think we messed that one up. Honestly, he was seventh overall, seventh? 2018, Quinn Hughes. Okay. Yeah. Well, even like so, I'm looking up right now upcoming free agents out of the top 30. That the first couple that were defensemen that I could find. All right, yay or nay? Uh, Dougie Hamilton. Did you guys take Dougie nay. Hamilton? Nay? nay. All right. What about uh, Slim Pickens? After this, hold on. Uh, wow. We got <laughs> wow. Slim yeah, after- <laughs> all these are these are all forwards. What about Tyson Berry? Would you take Tyson Berry? Uh, I don't nay. think he's having that good of a year in Edmonton, right? Since he left nay. Toronto. 
All right. Uh, after that, it drops down to let's see, David Savard. It he's the yes. he's, he's going to be thirty. He's got four point two five this year. So I figure what maybe five and a half would probably get him if he doesn't you if he more? doesn't yes. resign. If he doesn't resign, yeah. Monitor right. You got Montour, and then you got Ryan Murray is another one. Um, His name has been in rumors all the time with the Hawks. I feel like every trade deadline, Ryan Murray to the Hawks, Ryan Murray, and you know what? You don't hear much about him. This uh, this defensive free agent class is not looking good. We got Brandon Montour, Alex Goligowski, Alex Martinez. No, no. no. yes, you take Alex Martinez. No, yes, I would. I would, yeah. I liked him in L.A. I don't know. I haven't followed his career since he left L.A. that much. I didn't he's like in him. Vegas, right? Okay. It, that sounds right. I, I think, think he's in Vegas. He's a s- s- like solid, steady guy, and that's what we need. You know, we, we don't uh, need these offensive guys. A few other more off the top of my head that I'm looking. I see uh, Sami Vatnin, Eric Gustafson, which we already had, and they let him go. Gustafson is going to be a free agent? He's going to be a free agent, yeah. Wow, I'm yeah. surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Montreal. I was happy he when get, he left. He got, he got traded recently too. Yeah. Yeah. He, he got traded. So yeah, there's not much. Uh, what about centers? Less on centers. All right, hold on. Let me tell you. Uh, we got. Let's see. Centers. It's none of this he is won. organized by position. Uh, their seventh top pick, according to the Hockey News, is Philip Deneau, which seems yes. kind of. Would you take him? Centers. David Krejci, but he's 35. I don't know if I'd want him no. at this point. So. Ryan Getzloff? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, Paul, Paul Stasny? Oh, these guys are all in their upper 30s at this no. point. Man, that's depressing. Uh, yeah, there's not many centers, centers either that look too... Scott Loft, Loft, Lofton? Does that sound right? No. I think he's in Philly, or he was in Philly. I think he got traded, oh. didn't he? No, he resigned five years. Oh, did he? Okay. I'm pretty sure he did. What about Tyler Bozak? <laughs> Is he with the Blues? I think he's still with the Blues, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, free agent class doesn't look that good. Well, Taylor Halt, or do they have him down as a wing? Oh, yeah, they have him down as a wing. What, did, he, he did he ever he play center? center? I think he did, but no, it's he's more of a winger. Right. I, I think he's on the wing with uh, the guy he just said on Boston, uh, Krychek. Okay. He, yeah. David Krychek. He scored every game. For Boston. Right. They said, I saw a stat. Like, it said Buffalo, 37 games, two goals. Boston, three yeah. games, two goals. <laughs> he signed the dotted line. He knew he was going to play in Buffalo. It's not like we put a gun to his head. Hey, you're playing in Buffalo. And he signed there. So <laughs> he's got no one to blame but himself for yeah. that. Well, cool, guys. What else do you guys got? Uh, I got Marlo. Um, is actually playing. I'm not sure what number, but I know he's tied with Gordy Howe in games played, which is pretty uh, impressive for a guy who pretty much spent his whole career with the Sharks. I give him credit. I know he went to Toronto for a couple of years, but it's I, I like him. He's a he's a good player. Seems like a classy guy. Yeah, it might be nice to see him get a cup, but I don't think it's going to happen. One thousand seven hundred sixty seventh game. Yeah, I wonder how many with the the Sharks. It's got to be. What do you? Th- what did he play three years in or two years in? Two years, I want to say in in Toronto. Toronto, right? And then they traded him. Where did they trade him to? They traded him to Carolina. Carolina. Then, That's right. Yeah, got out or something, I think, and he didn't 
he went signed with the Sharks, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, which I would have never got rid of him in the first place. He was heart and soul guy. Mm-hmm. You know, took take care of Doug, Dougie. Uh, what's his name? Dougie uh, Wilson. He, Wilson, uh, yeah. He's done a lot of questionable things in the last couple of years. I I thought letting Pavelski go for uh, another forward that plays defense, Carlson, who will get you 50 points, but he's minus 50, so it's kind of pointless. And they paid him, what, 13.9? Wow. Yeah, that's going to come back to bite him. And you traded away your heart and soul captain at, I just I, I don't know. I don't get some GMs. I don't think Carlson's worth thirteen million. No. Not he's not even more, no. You know, I mean no. for what he's doing, I the best defenseman on that team is Burns. That guy yeah. can two ways and he's mm-hmm. just a good defenseman. Unless you're unless he's scoring like seventy five goals, you know. I don't think I don't think I don't think any defensive player should get paid get paid thirteen well, he, fourteen million. Well, a couple years ago about him, I think he was in the running for the heart against Kane, maybe, and Foley was like, how can you give a guy an MVP when he's minus 20? I mean, he has a lot of points, but he's not playing his position. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a forward. That's all he yeah. is. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I uh, never have been. I think Joe, Joe Pavelski is a great player. I can't believe Doug Wilson let him go, number one. Um but he's been he's been their GM for what, man? How long has it been? Ten years? Twelve years? A long time. He traded for uh, Thornton, right, Just? I'm pretty sure. Yes, he's been he's been their GM since I think 2003. It Holy says. smoke! So I mean, we're that going twenty years. Eighteen years. Almost, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No cups. No cups. I no can't cups. believe he's he's and had this had the job for that long. Yeah. Well, now that now that they're kind of hitting rock bottom, so to speak, I'll be curious to see if they switch it up, change things up, or if they keep rolling with him because he's been around for so long. I don't know. I feel like you get to that point where you're almost a mainstay in the organization, and nobody's everyone's afraid to make that big of a decision to to remove you. You know what? We'll see what happens though. But. Yeah. You know what? He, remember what he did to the Hawks after 2010? That offer, oh, Jalmerson. Yeah. yeah. And I think that was. All strategy. He knew the Hawks were going to match him, and he oh, yeah. was all over Niemi after that. Yep. And yep. Niemi played good for those guys. For I think they made the West Finals, right, a couple times with Niemi? Sounds right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think Niemi had, like, three good seasons there. He, he was very much, like, as quick as he was on the scene, I feel like he was gone. Yeah. Like, there wasn't, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I, I read something saying... After the cup, the 2010 cup, he wanted like nine years with the Hawks at like 3.9 million. I read. Wow. Bowman was like, nah, no, we're not going to do that. And they didn't even, I mean, I, at least I would have gave him a year of something like kind of like a bridge deal. Like, let's prove it. You I mean, know, he won, yeah. So, I mean, so, so for him, is that because of how good of a defense he had in front of him? Because then when he went to San Jose, he was decent, but he wasn't as good as he was that first year? Well, yeah. Hawks defense yeah. was otherworldly. Yes. That for, season, yeah. Actually, man, all cup runs, their defense was really good. Huge. Huge. He was responsible for that. Him and Bufflin for that Shark series. Mm-hmm. Great. 
buff was great. Uh, that Vancouver series was a freaking shootout. I don't think it would have mattered who was in yeah. that. It's last goal wins at that point. We were what, high scoring. Kane mm-hmm. had great games, and even the Sedins. I mean, they were putting points up against the Hawks, and I just missed those times. It was a great rivalry, and I could talk about that for hours and hours. Vancouver and Hawks. Yeah, that was a good rivalry. You just it, the thing about it is like you didn't even see it coming. You know, it just no, it just happened naturally. You know, and it's like another series against Vancouver. Here we go. That uh, what was that? Oh nine. I remember Buff kind of ran Lalongo, and instead of stopping, he gave him a jab right to the head, and all hell broke loose. The Hawks were getting smoked in the game, but I remember uh, Burroughs grabbed Keith, pulling his hair, pulling eager his hair, win, yep. Kevin Biesca, and he had Burrish going back and forth with somebody else, and it was just an all-out war, and I feel like that started it, kind of like the snowball effect. Right. Every game then he had Andrew Ladd knocking Kessler out with a good one shot to the face, and it was awesome. Well, and that's what drives me nuts is the NHL tries to force these rivalries by, like, when they were tweaking the divisions a little bit and, like, changing everything up. It's like, these things are going to happen organically. You can't just say, oh, you guys are in the same division. You have to be rivals now. It doesn't work that way, right? right? Like, if you look at the Central Division, I don't care what what Minnesota does. I mean, granted they're getting pretty good now, but I wouldn't consider them a rival. Now I know the North stars were, but that was a little bit before my time. So I can't really comment on that, but it's like when you have a couple playoff series and it gets pretty, you know, game seven, that's how the, yeah, game sevens. That's how the, the rivalries build. And that's how the fan bases, you know, grow to hate each other. You know, there was a period of time. It's like, Oh, I remember I had a student wear a Canucks jersey and I'm like, why are you wearing this? I was like, who put this up to you? Or who did this to you? And he's like, oh, I, I think they're a good team. I'm like, you realize you're in Chicago, right? And that was like, realize, the heat of the were you like, do you want to know yes. what you did on your yeah. test? <laughs> yeah. Fail. Yeah. <laughs> Find a better team, you know? So, but yeah. <laughs> well, cool, guys. That was a good time. So anyways, everybody, do us a favor. Give us a like. Give us a comment. Let's talk hockey in the comments. And we really appreciate appreciate everybody listening and uh, we'll be back right after this three-game series against Nashville. It's going to be huge. Uh, if we can get all six points from this, it would be absolutely huge. And uh, we'll see where we're at after uh, after this series. But until then, we'll see you guys around. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out.